This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast, with your hosts, Will Robles and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show, your favorite Orlando Magic podcast, we hope. Uh, here with your boys, Jonathan and Will. Say what's up, Will. What's going on, guys? My boy is coming in remote, had a long, hot day at Epcot. We know that we said this you know, this week we're going to be back to the, the usual quality, but hopefully next week we will be, we'll be you know, kind of back to that. I haven't seen my boy in a while, so we'll have to, uh, have to get together for that. But, but how, how was Epcot, man? Food and Wine Festival, am I right? Food and Wine, yeah. Um, just hot, but the food was good. Um, I forgot what, where we stopped exactly to get food. I think it was Germany. Um, but we got a little, like an apple pie type, uh, dessert from Germany and some, uh, some like cheesy, um, meal type thing. I, I can't really describe it and I can't pronounce it, so I'm not going to even try. But <laughs> Germany, Germany was really good. Um, all the other, you know, uh, countries had good looking stuff too, but we stopped at Germany to get some food. All right. So, uh, did you have any, you know, drinks or anything like that while you're there? I did not have any drinks. I'm trying to think of, oh, no, 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 I lied. Um, so we had a, it was like a margarita from, I believe it was Italy. Oh, we also had ribs from Italy. Real good. I'd recommend. But we had to, like a, a margarita from Italy, or Italy, and then um, it was really good. So that's that's about it when it comes to the drinks. I'll be at um, the Food and Wine Festival in a couple weeks, I think, here, um, if not going in early November. But anytime, you know, I, I'm, well, I can't front. I've only been to Epcot once, but uh, the Grapefruit uh, Schafferhofer, the, the beer there, um, in uh in Germany there in Epcot. I've been a fan of the beer, you know, for a few years, but at least here uh in the Tampa area, I can only find like the bottles in the cans. No matter what bar you go to, they never have it on tap. But Epcot in Germany, they have a little stand there. Um that's the only place that I I know of in the world at least uh for me that has that place, that has that beer uh on tap. And something about it on tap, man, it just takes it to another level. I think you've tried that beer before here at my house. Um, but you've got to, next time you go back, you've got to try that, man. Cause it's just, it just takes it to another level. It's just absolutely incredible. But yeah, next yeah, time I go, I got, I got to give you a, send you a text on. You can remind me. Yeah, man. Yeah. Next, or, or send me a review of, of something you're eating or, or, or something. So, um, but yeah, I hear I hear good things about the food and wine festival every year, so I'm I'm really excited to be able to to go and uh, and do that. Hey, I haven't checked in with you um, in a while. How's your uh, fantasy football team doing? Oh, you know, it, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> this year hasn't been hasn't been as well as years previous, but seasons. Uh, it's it's early on in the season, so who's we'll, letting we'll you down? Who's let me down? Where? Well, um, I had Aaron Rodgers to start the season, and then we have a small league, so um, had Aaron Rodgers, had to drop him to get a better quarterback, and then he blew up this week, so that was rough. Um, 
and then this who is eight man eight man league eight man and then we we saw in the the bench a little bit too so instead of five um bench players you have four so there's a lot more there's better you know there's better options in the the waiver wire right um so and then i i dropped tyler lockett and he's been going off um i don't know if he went off today but no, he didn't. I have him. He didn't. He did okay, but nothing crazy. Then I had Robert Robert Woods and didn't do much last week. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to put him on my bench today. And if he if he does good, then I'll put him back in my starting lineup. He went off. He had like 30 points. Um yeah, he had like 160 or 150 like uh receiving yards and 11 catches, I believe, or something like that. So I was like, man, Solid. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Um, two of my leagues, I'm about to be 4-0 um, in both Ooh, of those leagues. Tough. Yeah, I've, I've scored the most points in, in the whole league so far. Um, doing pretty well, but still early in the season, not trying to get too hyped up. My other league, I'm about to be 2-2, two and two, and my other league, I'm going to be 0-4. So I, I got a little bit of it all going on. I, I wanted the first pick in one of my drafts so badly so that I could draft Saquon, but that has turned out to be a blessing in disguise because, you know, Saquon, you know, he's going to be out for, they're saying, you know, six to eight weeks. He's hoping to come back a little bit earlier, but uh, yeah. So I think tonight, right now, the Cowboys and Saints are playing. I just need, you know, Zeke to just have a moderate game and Cooper to not, you know, get 50 points and I'm going to, I'm going to win in one of my leagues. So, um, but yeah, man, it's that time of year, fantasy, fantasy football, and we're going to try to get a fantasy basketball going here pretty soon I got to reach out to some of the guys that were in our league last year see who wants to you know ante up and uh and go go another round so um oh yeah we'll uh we'll keep everybody updated on on how Will and I are performing in our fantasy basketball league so anyways tomorrow um September 30th Monday uh when you will be listening to this episode right now it's about quarter after nine uh Sunday night tomorrow is the Orlando Magic Media Day. So, uh, like you know, we posted, um, you know, on Twitter. Unfortunately, we were not invited uh, to attend Media Day this year, but next year uh, we are going to make it a point uh, to be there. Big opportunity uh, to bring you guys content, and just a uh, you know, big opportunity for a really cool experience for for me and my man here. So, uh, just gonna try to you know, doing the best we can, making a good show, you know, making good content for you guys, and. Hopefully the uh, you know <laughs> Orlando Magic PR department will recognize our efforts and, and we'll be uh, there at Media Day. But we know the teams that will be there. Uh, we know you guys will be killing it, bringing uh, great content to the Magic. So we're looking forward to that immensely. So something uh, that Will and I talked about a few weeks ago um, that we weren't really all that excited for um, and, and the fan reaction w- was mixed, but we'll kind of get to that in a moment. But the uh, the orange court will has it like officially been leaked from Terrence Ross, um, sometime last week. Don't remember what day it was, uh, but they were done practicing or whatever voluntary workout they were having um, at the Amway Center. And Terrence Ross, you know, runs you know through the tunnel that they come out of before the games and shared uh, to his social media accounts, you know, that orange floor that we saw leaked, that rendering was legitimate. Um, we were not happy about it at the time. We were hoping that it was false, um, that you know it was just a, a fake or a phony, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but it has been confirmed. 
um, at least in our eyes, kind of unfortunately. So at the time, Will, I don't know if you remember it the same way that I do, but almost everybody hated it. You know, we asked for people's thoughts, you know, on Twitter when it was leaked originally, you know, a few weeks ago, a month ago, or whatever that was. People hated it. Now that it's official, I'm getting all this, like, you know, we posted, like, you know, what we feared has, you know, come to fruition. And people are like, what do you mean feared? This is awesome. This is fire. Like, people are really digging this orange court. I don't really know why, but am I remembering this incorrectly or... People hated it at first. No, I'm pretty sure people hated it at first. I'm pretty sure that's that happened. Yeah, but now it, there's a lot of people that are really digging it. So, I mean, I guess in the four or five days since the leak, I've kind of calmed down a little bit. I was like, I was pretty heated, uh, you know, when I first saw it, just because of the fact like the Orlando Magic they don't really do many things that are like really bold and you know audacious and or exciting. Um, as far as like the jerseys and, and things like that go. So when we heard orange, we're like, oh, snap. Like this has a real opportunity to be really cool, really dope. And it just looks like they did the most boring, safe thing they possibly could with orange and, and threw it out there, and that's what we're going to have. Now that it's official, Will, how do you feel? I still don't like it. I still don't like it. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. Like I thought it was – pretty basic i thought it was kind of ugly at first um still looking at it still doesn't look great you know that little like bit of orange in the magic logo too that they put in the corners like ugh, nah. just looks cheap nah, nah. yeah it's just it looks very basic you know it's not it looks very basic very anybody, boring yeah they didn't get anybody with any kind of graphic design to actually like put a lot of effort into it it was just like I don't know. It's just, it, to me, it's it's not it's not it. And the the fact that they went kind of so conservative. I mean, if you can call an orange court conservative, but the fact that they kind of went this route with the court really kind of lowers my expectations for what the jerseys are going to look like. Just like the this like slate gray that they decided to you know partner with the orange. I don't. I really hope that we're wrong on this, but I just don't know how that's really going to make for a very like exciting jersey yeah i agree so, i mean if the jersey yeah if the jersey's anything like like that court i mean it's just boring it's not going to spark anybody's interest i mean um i you know it's it's something i wouldn't be interested in buying i mean of course you you give it a thought because it's a new jersey and you know it's the magic jersey but if it's anything like that, you're really not going to want to to purchase that compared to the other jerseys that have been out. Yeah. And one thing that kind of came across my mind the last few days thinking about, you know, the idea, you know, for the orange, you know, court, the orange jersey is that it wasn't a bad idea. It's just bad execution. Like, it doesn't matter how good your idea is. If you don't execute well... It's a bad idea. If it doesn't work out in the end, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty, of course, but as far as, you know, once again, as far as an orange court, orange jersey go, this is just like the least exciting thing I feel like they could have done with it. So I am not personally a fan of it. Maybe we'll feel differently. Um, you know, when we see the jerseys, maybe the jerseys are really awesome. I'm I'm still hopefully optimistic about that. Um 
Hopefully the orange court looks really great on TV. Hopefully it looks really great in person. Um, there's just a, you know, the, the font really not a fan of, uh, that they use the fact that the mid court logo is just kind of the ORL in orange, just to me feels, you know, just, I hate to say it, but kind of lazy, the, you know, the orange basketballs with the kind of orange, you know, fading like gradient color, um, I think they could have done something really cool and creative, like made the the magic logo into like an orange or something like that, like the or you know like a fruit. Obviously, there's a lot of other things they could have done that really could have made this really fun. Um, and I, I just feel like it's it's a missed opportunity, unfortunately. But we'll have to wait and see um, when we see all this stuff in person. I'm sure tomorrow all that stuff's gonna get unveiled. The court, the jerseys. Um, hopefully our earned jerseys. I don't know when those are, you know, usually released, uh, the last, you know, year when they came out, we didn't really have to pay attention to when they came out because we knew we weren't getting them having not made the playoffs in seven years. So, um, but just excited for media day, just to, you know, see all the guys together. Um, you know, always cool content, you know, comes out of those media days, see the new jerseys, see the new courts hear from, you know, all the staff, players. It really marks the, you know, beginning of training camp uh, and, you know, preseason, you know, gearing up for, for basketball, um, which our first game will be, uh, I think it's next, yeah, it's next Saturday. That's going to be the fifth. And if I'm not mistaken, are we at San Antonio for that game? I believe so. We're at San Antonio. I'm just, uh, you might hear the, the keys are clacking away here. I'm just kind of looking that up here. Sorry on that one. Yeah, at the Spurs at 8.30 on Saturday the 5th. That's going to be a, a lot of fun. Um, don't know how uh, if we're going to be able to really watch that game. I don't know if there are going to be any feeds you know, coming from you know San Antonio on that. Sometimes just for whatever reason, these television you know providers, they just don't want to broadcast the preseason games for whatever reason. Don't really know, but it's... Uh, it's kind of frustrating that it's 2019 and we still can't, you know, get good preseason, you know, coverage, but whatever. All right. So on to the biggest topic of the week, the biggest piece of news, um, really in, <laughs> I mean, quite a while. If you thought the Markel jump shots were a big deal, you know, a month or month and a half ago, whatever that was, uh, this is a much bigger deal. So, um, was that Monday? No, I was I was working from home. So it was Wednesday. So Wednesday, yep. Wednesday, I'm I'm here um at, you know, I'm at home, I'm working from home, and I get the notification from the Orlando Magic, you know, that they tweeted in case you were wondering what Markel has been open been up to. So instantly freak out, open my phone, and it's exactly what, you know, I, I wish exactly what I hoped for. It's basically videos it's it's like a highlight reel of Markel Fultz on a basketball court, playing what looked like two on twos with DJ Augustine, uh, you know, running sprints, um, you know, there's like a, a layup that he makes, there's, you know, a couple of jump shots, all of that stuff. And it's just like, oh my God, like if the Magic are going through all of this trouble to put a highlight, you know, reel of Markel together and posting it to all of their social media accounts, knowing it's probably going to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest NBA story of the entire day. To, to go from, oh, we don't know what his status is, um, you know, he's not ready for, you know, five-on-five activity, we're going to wait until Markel is ready, and yada, yada, to go from that to 
broadcasting this across the entire planet, to me, that's a big deal. How about you? Yeah, same, man. Same. I mean, they released that that little highlight reel, and the whole, you know, Magic Nation just went crazy, you know, on Twitter and everything, Instagram. Um, So I liked it. You know, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of nervous for it just because it's like they kept it so quiet and then boom, they hit us with this. And now like, I don't know how many people are going to be expecting him to be like, you know, right out off the gate, you know, just coming out playing a hundred percent. So we'll see what happens. But I love Wednesday was awesome. You know, watching that video, knowing that he's finally like ready. At least he's in, you know, we're seeing him shoot. We're seeing him run. He's got a smile on his face. We're seeing the jump shot. Jump shot looks clean. It looks good. So, And we know he's out there playing with some of his teammates and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, I was excited. To me, it's such a big deal because, like, it went from being, you know, like, Area 51. Like, nobody can know about what's going on with Markel. Take that video down of him shooting jump shots. Um Everybody being so hush-hush, you know, the whole team was given what sounded like talking points uh, if they were ever asked questions about Markel Fultz, you know, like Jonathan Isaac, uh, Steve Clifford, all of these guys, whenever they're asked about Markel, it was just the same thing over and over again. He's working hard to get back on the court. He's going to play when he's ready. We don't know when that's going to be. There's no timetable. We're not going to rush it, yada, yada, yada. So to go from that to having a voluntary you know, workout and inviting in all of your local media to be like, hey, look at our guy. He's healthy. He's going to be ready for training camp, like yada, yada, yada. There's no way that they didn't think of the repercussions of that, thinking of you know, how excited the fan base already is about you know, the acquisition that we made with Markel Fultz, the potential that he has, but then to just basically bring every spotlight in the city on him at one time and make this, you know, big announcement that he's going to be ready for training camp. I mean, how are we not supposed to get excited? Like, what do they think is going to happen? Yeah, exactly. You know, they, I'm, they knew what they were doing. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, you have Dante Marcatelli posting videos. You have John Denton posting videos. You have Josh Robbins posting videos. It seems like in the same day, you know, they released uh, a sit-down interview of him and you know Mackenzie Thurkill just talking about all the progress that he's made, things that he's been working on, what he's looking forward to in the season. Like, just the entire day of Wednesday was like this gigantic Markel Fultz like hype event. So, like, I'm gonna ask you now. Are we allowed to get excited? Yeah, we're allowed to get excited now. Now that we know he's he's out there and, you know, it's looking like he's going to be ready to go for training camp beginning of the season. Like, he's, he's good to go. Like, so now we can get excited because we, we know 100% this guy, he's going to be out there. Like, he's, he's ready. That was the one odd thing that kind of came from, you know, some of those interviews was, like, I'm 100% ready for training camp. No restrictions. Okay, are you going to be playing opening night? Oh, you know, that's the next goal. <laughs> if you're <laughs> no restrictions for training camp, you guys are making this huge announcement, but you can't just come out and say, yeah, I'm ready for, you know, opening night. So that's just the one thing that, that I'm just a little bit concerned about. You know, the fact that he said that, you know, some days I still come in and I have a little bit of soreness. Like this obviously is something that is most likely not going to go away, and they're just going to have to continue to manage it over time. I would love to think that he's cured or whatever. And you even heard him say, you know, everybody in the NBA knows, you know, you're not 100%. Well, 
people usually say that in like the middle of the season. People don't necessarily say, "Oh, you're never 100%, you know, 2 weeks before <laughs> like 3 weeks before the start of the regular season." So, um I I think at the same time as as hype as they're trying to make this, they're still trying to temper expectations just maybe a little bit so we don't get too too carried away. But at the same time, it's like, man, like, how are you supposed to help yourself after you? They're they're releasing, and it was multiple hype videos. <laughs> it wasn't even just the one. Yeah, and it was from multiple people. Like, like you said, like uh, Dante was posting stuff not only on on Twitter. Like he was posting it to his Instagram. Like the Magic were posting stuff. Josh Robbins was posting stuff on multiple platforms. Like it was crazy. We gotta we we gotta try to uh, maybe reach out to Dante see if maybe we can get him on the show again. I would love to get the perspective of like the you know the media that are really there, like the the sense of excitement that they must be feeling to be able to like cover the guy and uh, just kind of see what the atmosphere is like, you know, in that building uh, that day, all that stuff going on. And you you kind of uh, mentioned it a moment ago, you know, the fact that he's running sprints and you just see this huge smile on this kid's face. I mean. Outside of everything else, what he's going to do for the team and you know all that stuff. This kid has been working so hard to get back to be able to do the things that he loves and do it on a consistent basis. So the fact that like he's smiling and he just seems so grateful and um, excited and all that stuff, I, I just like you just can't help you know but but root for the kid unless you're a I'm not going to name him but another fan of a of another team that he used to play for. Like man, I don't know if you've seen any of that stuff going on, but it, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, just man, I was not expecting that. They just played it so hush hush, you know, the last seven months since we traded for the kid, and then we just get you know this hype train just dropped on top of us. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was good. It was good, especially like knowing that you know he's out there during a, a voluntary workout with the team, and um, you know he's just he's working hard and. Like I said, you know, he's got that smile on his face and, and the, the jump shot looks looks good. I mean, you know, this guy was a, a number one overall pick, you know, ahead of like Donovan Mitchell, 12 picks ahead of Donovan Mitchell or something like that. Well, that was just everybody knows that was him falling that far was a mistake. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like this this guy is, is up there in a class and, you know. He was the anonymous number one pick in that draft. Anonymous. Anonymous? That's not the word that I'm looking for. What are you looking for? Is it an unanimous? I always get that mixed up. So let we we have figured out that I'm not good at math and my grammar sucks. The other day, I I uh, I asked whether or not you know Markel Fultz's um, confidence has really been affected, right? But I googled affected versus affected before I made the post, right? I read, you know, what the difference is, still could not figure it out, Will. So what do I do? I post affected. I get people hitting me up like, yeah, man, hate to be that guy, but it's affected. Well, look, if you don't want to be that guy, do me a favor and don't be that guy. Don't be that guy, right? yeah. I'm here doing my best. I'm trying to check my grammar. I Googled it. That's the best that I can do. If I still mess it up, whatever. But yes, unanimous. The kid was the unanimous number one pick, um, you know, coming out of Washington. The thing I will say about the jump shot. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said you got to remember. I mean, Philly traded up, and for for that pick, uh, and they picked him above Jason Tatum. Like this, this is the guy, and we got him for for scraps. 
So if he can, if he can Facts. play, you know, if he's healthy, we we got. I, to me, you know, I feel like we have a star. So six foot four, you know, probably one of the tallest point guards we've had. Um, he's up there with MCW for sure. Yeah, and you know, we just a guy that if he's healthy, we know he can produce. You know, so we'll, well, we got to see what happens. But man, if he's healthy, oof. Oh yeah, and you heard you heard him say that he's like, yeah, you know, I just wanted to be on the floor and be healthy, but you know, people are so worried about my jump shot. He's like, that's not what makes me a great player. He's talking about like his intangibles, you know, his leadership, but his you know playmaking, um, you know, his ability to handle the ball, um, you know, just all of these different things that he's able to contribute in a you know in a you know NBA setting um, that necessarily isn't necessarily reliant on his jump shot. So. Obviously, that's the thing that can absolutely make him like a transcendent player uh, is his ability to shoot, you know, a jump shot. I mean, the kid shot like something like 43% from three-point line uh, at Washington. So if he can get anywhere near that in the NBA, I agree with you. This kid is legit, could be a a superstar. Uh, But the one thing I will say about the jump shot is, yes, it looks like it's going in. He's able to repeat that motion. Um, I don't. There's not a hitch, but it still looks to me like he's almost shooting the ball, you know, on his way down. Where, you know, anybody that has researched any kind of jump shot mechanics is that the peak of your jump is where you want to release the ball. That's where you have the most power being transferred from your legs, your hips, all that stuff just into your follow through. So, but at least the motion looks repeatable. It doesn't look quite as, as smooth as it did in at Washington, but the fact that he's able to knock those down, if he can shoot anywhere near, you know, the league average of like 35%, th- this kid is going to be an all-star. I would, I would put any amount of money on it. He's just that talented. If he can stay healthy and shoot, you know, close to 35% from the three-point line, this kid like can legitimately change the franchise. But I'm really not too concerned with the jump shot. It's just he just has to stay on the floor. And I wanted to ask you, like, how many games do you think realistically he could play this year? Or what are you hoping for? Like, best case scenario, obviously he plays 82 games. But, like, what would you be happy with? I mean, I would love for him to play at least 60. I was going to say 65. Yeah, 60 to 70. I would say. And the reason that I say 65 is because at some point this season, I really think we're going to be turning them and being like, all right, bro, you're the starting point guard. Like, this is your offense. Let's get this going. And if it this is a guy who, you know, is not going to be able to play, you know, a back-to-back at all, you know, this isn't, you know, the caliber team, you know, like the, the Toronto Raptors were last year where they went something like 22-6 and six or whatever without Kawhi, you know. If he's one of our best players, we're not. We don't really have the luxury of just being like, "Oh yeah, you know, don't play back to backs," and we can probably still win anyways. Um, I am very confident in the rest of our point guard core. You're talking about DJ Augustine and talking about Michael Carter Williams, but if Markel becomes the kind of guy that you know we're thinking he can be and the guy that we're hoping he can be, a heavy part of the offense is going to be relying on him, whether it's through scoring uh, or facilitating and playmaking. So. Um, as far as you know the amount of games that he can play i'm hoping like to me best case scenario maybe like 65 to 70 um but you know once we get to the playoffs it's like man like i just hope he's going to be able to go every night but we'll have to wait and see yeah i agree 
I'm thinking 60 to 70. Anything between there, um, I'll be okay with. Um, but like I said, it, it, in the long run, it doesn't really matter if he's not coming out and he's, he's playing to somewhat of a potential that we, we assume he can play at. Like the, he, he's just got to come out and play and we'll go from there. See if he's healthy throughout the season. Make sure his, you know, the, that, that hitch isn't coming back and he, he's just healthy. Yeah, that's going to really be the main thing is him just being able to stay on the floor. That's that's what it's really going to – I think that's what it's always come down to. Most of the fan base has agreed that even if this kid can't shoot a jump shot, as long as he can be on the floor consistently, it's going to be a really big deal for this team. So, uh, But like you said, it, it's one of those things we're just going to have to kind of wait and see um, and, and just kind of play it by ear. But I definitely think you know we, especially the entire fan base – uh, has a you know a big reason to be excited you know with, with Markel Fultz. Um, one more thing I wanted to ask you about Markel before we kind of switch to our next topic is a lot of people have been talking about the fact that you know this kid has played in you know 33 games. Um, you know essentially he's going to be playing in you know his rookie season and um, you know Jeff Weltman kind of alluded to that as well uh, on um, 96.9 or 98.9. Uh, the game um, in Orlando for some reason that radio station is, is is just kind of eluding me right now probably because we live in Tampa and we don't really get that radio station here um, but uh, open mic uh, with with Mike Bianchi uh, or Mike Bianchi don't know how to pronounce your name I apologize not good with grammar or math we've established that um, but he had Jeff Weltman on and even Jeff was talking about the fact that you know essentially we're going to treat Markel like he's a rookie you know, this is going to be his rookie season. But what a lot of people have been kind of questioning is that they think it's going to take some time for Markel to gain his confidence back. And I just don't necessarily agree with that. I wanted to get your opinion on that. What do you think the state of Markel's confidence is? And do you think that he needs some time to regain his confidence? I mean, he's, he's a he's a different person than he was, you know, when he played those 33 games, couple, you know, last season season before, but um, I don't think he's going to need as much time as people might think to regain his confidence. I just think he's just going to have to come out and, and prove that he can play again um, at a high level, at an NBA level, and just prove it to himself. But confidence-wise, like having to like prove to everybody else, um, I think he'll, he'll be confident enough coming out beginning of the season, start of training camp, preseason I you know I think he'll he'll build his confidence more but to me he's already got that confidence like he he knows he himself knows what he's capable of already it's just about him being healthy and that's that's kind of the point that I was going to make is ever since we traded for for Markel you know at that opening presser you know they were asking him you know has your your confidence been affected? You know how, how you know how is your confidence? And he he came out and said, you know, he's like my confidence is fine. You know, I have an injury. Um, I'm you know my shoulder is just not healthy. It's not an issue of confidence. It's it's just that I'm injured. And he has you know reiterated that time and time again. Looking at this kid, I mean, all these cameras coming in to you know to watch him play basketball for the first time that anybody has seen him play um, in in just short of ten months. Um, he didn't seem like a kid that was shying away from the cameras, that was lacking any confidence. He shot a three-pointer from the left corner. As he hit the ground, he did a like complete twirl on the ground as the ball swished through the net. Doesn't seem like a kid that's lacking confidence to me. I understand 
being confident in an NBA game is a little bit different than just like your overall confidence, but it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me because he's just continue to to reiterate and harp on the fact that it's it's not an issue of my confidence. It's not my mental status. I am am hurt. Like you think Clay Thompson or you think Kevin Durant's confidence is shook right now? No. One guy's got a torn ACL. The other guy's rehabbing a torn Achilles. Those guys come back. They're going to be just as confident as ever. If you know there's a reason that you're not performing well, or you know there's a reason, you know, physical ailment with your body that is keeping you from being on the NBA floor. Why would that affect your confidence? You're just going to tell yourself that as soon as I'm healthy, I'm good to go. Just just like anybody does. If you're at the gym, you know, and you're putting up, you know, 165 or whatever, all of a sudden you you know, you tweak your shoulder a little bit. Sure, next time you you go out, you might try to put up maybe 145. As soon as you're feeling good though, you're going to get right back to 165. Maybe make sure your form's a little bit better or whatever the case may be so you don't get hurt again like an idiot. But to me like not going to call myself an NBA athlete, obviously, but somewhat of an athlete. I've played sports my entire life. If you get hurt, that that's it. You're just you're just hurt. Once you get back out there, it's, it's business as usual. That's how I think it's going to be with Markel. Just seeing the the type of kid he is, obviously, was the number one overall pick. Um, you know, people have said things about the yips and and all that. I just really don't buy that. I I really think the kid was hurt. Uh, and and nothing that this kid has said or you know anything that he's done has made me question his, his confidence. I think he's going to come back ready to go. And I I honestly think the kid is just going to kill it. I think he's going to wow a lot of people. I know that we're looking at this as like his rookie year. Yes, he's going to make mistakes. Um, but you can't tell me there's no benefit from being with an NBA team. Uh, you know, for the better part of you know two plus years now. I mean, look at guys who have you know gotten hurt in their rookie seasons and then come back you know the next year if we're looking at like Blake Griffin one rookie of the year uh Ben Simmons one rookie of the year so just guys like that Joel Embiid I mean that guy didn't play like at all almost his first two seasons and now look at him so those guys yes they get treated like rookies uh but their development to me is just always kind of fast-tracked just from being around the team knowing what's expected of a professional um I think his rookie season is going to be fast-tracked. I think by the time Christmas rolls around, he's, he's going to get handed the keys to the offense, and I think he'll be the starting point guard by by that time. I did want to ask you that as well. When, during this season, do you think Markell is going to take over uh, at the starting point guard, if at all? Um, like I said, man, it, it just depends on how well he comes out the gate. Um, if if he's, he's kind of struggling – um, to start the season, then obviously you're not gonna put him as the starter right away. Um, but I'm 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 thinking, like you said, maybe Christmas time, maybe even before that, early December possibly. Um, just depends on the, on on the chemistry of the team and how everything's flowing. And you know, Steve Clifford's gonna find the right the right uh, rotations and making sure that no matter what, whether he's starting or he's not starting that it, it's for the benefit of the team and if it's if it if it comes to show that him in the starting lineup um and starting the game is is better for the for the team and for the team chemistry and we're winning games that way then yeah put him in the starting lineup but um yeah it, it's kind of hard to tell it just it just depends on how he's playing if the guy comes out and he's he's making all these shots and and distributing the ball the way we know he can and playing B and and 
just facilitating and doing all that stuff, then yeah, put him in the starting lineup. But if he kind of comes out slow and you, you you see that he still needs to gain that that momentum and um learn relearning how to play in the NBA and just kind of getting that his breath back and and stuff like that, his conditioning, then don't don't try to push something that's not necessary. Um, so but maybe early mid December, I'll say. I really hope so, man. I definitely think by that time it's realistic, you know, that we could see him, you know, just get acclimated to what the coaches are going to want from him, you know, as far as the game setting, kind of shake off some of the rust. But yeah, like you, you know, I think by, you know, Christmas or shortly thereafter, we should see him ready to go. Like you said, he's got to get his breath back, his conditioning. The one thing I will say about that is the kid looks good. The kid looks lean, looks in shape compared to the pictures, you know, from right after we made the trade. If you just look at his face, I mean, the boy looked like he was smuggling a, a few marshmallows up in his cheeks, you know, when he when he first got to Orlando. And the kid is is looking lean in shape, ready to go, very excited. Speaking of being very excited, man, I, I don't know about you, but I just cannot freaking wait for this season to start. Just I I just miss being able to come home, say what's up to the wife, the baby, crack open a cold one, plop down on the couch, and just watch the magic go to work. We're we're just Good expectations going into this season. We're thinking the team's going to do well. It's just going to be, oh, man, I just cannot. This is the best time of year. Football's going. Basketball's coming back. It's just just the best. You're right, man. It's coming soon. So last thing uh, before we go, uh, I, I, Will, do you think that the league is ready for what Aaron Gordon is about to do this season? We're all hyped. We're all hyped for Markel Fulton and what may be what's going to happen. Dude, I think Aaron Gordon is about to have a hell of a season. I really do. Yeah, I, uh, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go off. Um, yeah. Like I said, we just gotta wait and see what. Um, from. From uh, from the looks of it, man, I don't think I don't think they, the league's ready. I don't think so, man. So we got reports this week um, that Aaron Gordon, uh, as well as Jamal Murray, but we're not talking about Jamal Murray, uh, were standouts at a Kobe Bryant camp at the Mamba Sports Academy in Thousand Oaks, California. So according to the report, um, you know, there were, you know, some Clippers players there like Kawhi, I guess Paul George was there. Um, it's reported that, uh, that I guess Kyrie Irving was there. Um, De'Aaron Fox was there. Apparently it was like a very like closed, like little mini camp uh, that I guess was invite only. And a you know, according to the reports, is that Aaron Gordon was one of the standouts from those training camps. Now, other guys, you know, like Kawhi or or Paul George or you know Kyrie Irving, whatever the case may be, guys that have already kind of proven themselves to the league, they don't maybe walk into to those you know sessions looking to just kill people. I think this goes to show the fact one Aaron Gordon's about to have a great season, and this is why. Passed up for the All NBA Defensive Team, didn't get a single vote for that got passed up, you know, for Team USA, didn't get an invite to that, and it just continued to be overlooked. Um, people just are, are completely sleeping on him, in my opinion. And I think, you know, what we said shortly after the season when those votes came out, this is just going to cause Aaron Gordon to have his most motivated summer that he's had. He's fully healthy, ready to go. This is the first season that he's had not only the GM, um, you know, continue into the next year but also the first time uh, that he's had a, a head coach uh, go into the next season no that's not true he did have 
uh, Frank Vogel, but it's the same GM and the same coach at the same time going into the next season. But I just think this is going to be a, a crazy year from Aaron, man. What what do you think we're going to see from him this year? And and you've been hitting me with a lot of, you know, we'll wait and see. I want a bold prediction. What are we looking from Aaron Gordon this year? He's an all-star. That's what I want to hear, Will. The hot takes are coming in. Let's go. Listen, you already know this. I think the last <laughs> three years, maybe, I've been drafting him in our fantasy. You have. Draft. Dude, and every single time, it's like pick before me or like a round before me i think last year i probably drafted him third i think you took him in like the third or fourth round last year so early you did um it didn't pan out (laughs) didn't pan out well it did you won the whole thing so yeah but it wasn't because of him but that's that's discussion for another time um but this year i think i think i might have to draft him again real real early you better hope i don't take him first not like first overall, but just before you. No, I, I already have I have this. But no, but no bro, I think no he's gonna, I think he's gonna go off all star. Yeah, if he doesn't have an all star season, I will. It, I think it's safe to say that it's a, a disappointing season. Um, if um, unless he comes like very very close and just barely misses it. But or or if we're saying like he's he's a he's like a big snub or something like that. Yeah. No. 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 But definitely, yeah, he definitely has to make an all-NBA defensive team this year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or at least get a lot of votes. Let's not, you know, let's not say any, any, no caveats here. Needs to make the all-star team, needs to make the all-NBA, one of the, you know, two defensive teams. Yeah, that's it. Big things coming from AG this season. Big things coming from all of our boys. Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac. Evan Fournier, he's been at voluntary workouts. That's another great thing. Seeing all these guys at voluntary workouts when they don't have to be there, it's just going to be huge for the season, man. Absolutely cannot wait. We've got media day tomorrow, and then Saturday, preseason, NBA basketball. The Orlando Magic will be in San Antonio. That game kicks off at 8.30. And then you and I, Will, we're still planning on going to the Philadelphia 76ers game on the 13th. Haven't bought our tickets yet, but I'm pretty sure we can, you know, find something pretty cheap, you know, a couple days before or, uh, you know, whenever, you know, we can do that. We can talk about that stuff kind of off air. Uh, but yeah, um, definitely like the first week of uh, the regular season, um, our Tampa listeners, or if you're an Orlando listener and you just want to make the drive and come hang out with us, um, definitely want to try one of the you know first week or two of the regular season. Try to do another meetup uh, at the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in Oldsmar on Tampa Road here uh, in the Tampa Bay area. So uh, be on the lookout for that, guys. Definitely want to do that. Will, you got anything else before we sign off here, my brother? No, that's it. I'm just ready for training camp. Let's do it, man. I cannot wait. As always, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, uh, go to iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. goes a long way. Big help. Really appreciate that. Check us out at thesixmanshow.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at sixmanshow. Also on Facebook at The Six Man Show. Make sure you follow us, subscribe to the podcast, all that good stuff. Uh, we're always you know, open. One more thing, Will, I did want to ask you. I don't know if you saw, but we got an email uh, a few days ago from a gentleman, a fan of ours from Puerto Rico, who is looking 
uh, for some kind of you know Orlando Magic fans out in PR or some kind of you know Orlando Magic fan community out there in PR. So I don't know if you can hit up your contacts. You know, being a, a, a Puerto Rican man yourself, see if anybody's out there. If you're a fan of the show in Puerto Rico, you know any other fans in Puerto Rico, or if you know of an Orlando Magic fan community in Puerto Rico, please hit us up. Let us know uh, so that we can you know hook, hook up our fan. Um, as well so that you know he can you know link up with you guys that's what this is all about all about community you know what i'm saying yeah all right guys well thank you guys so much for listening to the six man show as always this has been jonathan and will we will catch you guys next time thanks for listening to the six man show be sure to subscribe on itunes spotify google play and stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!